I wanted to be able to provide a solid way that we can improve our carbon reduction processes. Uh, and the tool was, you know, on the website, sort of a godsend for us to uh, to use. So yeah, we've just adopted it uh, as another process that we can add to our tool belt. Kia ora, I'm Troy, here as CEO, and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today we're having a quarter roll with Nico Pache, Technical Manager of Niche Modular Construction. As the first company to use Hero Zero Carbon Steel Program, Hotaka Whakakore Puhangawaro, through offsetting, we thought we'd delve into how they've utilised the program for their steel modular building projects and what their experience has been in using it. Can you tell us a bit about the niche modular construction um, business and your role there? Yeah, cool. So niche modular is a volumetric off-site manufacturing company. Uh, we're based in Wellington region um, and we operate across both private and the public sectors. And my role is the technical manager and I'm responsible for R&D, design, risk management, uh, compliances and processes such as that. Well, that's a lot to cover. Um, how did you actually first hear about Hero Zero Carbon program? Yeah, so I first came across the program while researching the topic, uh, and, I, and I came across it um, through your website. So we had a, a tender that we were uh, looking uh, looking to get involved in, um, and steel obviously being a, a a major component to our construction methodology, uh, I wanted to be able to provide a solid way that we can improve our carbon reduction processes uh, and the tool was you know on the website sort of a godsend for us to uh, to use so yeah we've just adopted it uh, as another process that we can add to our tool belt uh, with our um, other initiatives that we've got. Oh that's awesome and in what specific capacity are you using the program? Um, so we're using the tool and the program uh, as part of our front-end process. Um, being a volumetric modular company, it's fairly straightforward for us to adopt a process or a tool such as this that we could apply to uh, various projects because the modular system as such um, doesn't change often. So for that particular product, we can adopt this system and, and use it uh, repetitively. Mm -hmm. And where, well, like, where in practice have you been using it? What projects? Um, so we use, we, like I was saying, we've, we sort of have a standardised approach um, that we're applying uh, the same principles with the tool. So each volumetric module um, has its own data that we then input into the, the program and that data we would base it on the number and type of module per project. So we've, we've basically set it up as a, 
a spreadsheet, for example, and then we'll just continuously input that data into the, the carbon offsetting tool based on the, the build-up of that particular project. So if it's a, I don't know, we'll call it a, a T1 module and a T4 module, we'll use the data for those uh, two different modules uh, and, and put that into the, um, into the project. Mm-hmm. Have you found it easy or hard to use? What's been your experience? Um, yeah, so it's once we've once we came up with a process, it's fairly straightforward. Um, but it was the uh, it was the matter of creating that process for us to then use. So that was probably the more time consuming part. I wouldn't say it was hard. It was probably just more of a project uh, on its own uh, that we needed to to do in house. Um, and it was, you know, it was a pretty fun project. We had some of the guys getting involved in the factories and the people in the office. So, um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, it was a good all round experience. And how have you communicated it to customers and have you had any feedback about it? Yeah, so we've, uh, we've communicated it to our customers normally through the, uh, tendering processes that we, we get involved in. So we'd use that information uh, in that front end. Uh, we've also started adopting it into our marketing plan. So our marketing team is also now starting to uh, spread the word and, and get involved with, with what we're doing in that space. So it's not just now, a, I mean, my role obviously is around the technical side of it and and making sure that um, we've got the process in there. But it's also great to see now that the marketing team's getting involved and starting to um, utilise some of that um, mm-hmm. some of that collateral, yeah. In, in terms of, um, from a company perspective, what have been the benefits and also what why, why do you think it's important to um, do things from a strategic perspective? Um, so the... Yeah, so it's still early days, so we have to, to understand the benefits and the impacts that it's had with the company. Um, but obviously, overall, it's given us the ability to demonstrate our to our clients our re- environmental responsibility. So we've used this tool um, to form part of our wider carbon reduction strategies. And it's also given us the ability to get buy-in from other stakeholders, you know, such as architects, engineers, and suppliers. It's really good to be able to communicate, this is what we're doing um, in the space. We're a steel, you know, we use steel, um, and this is what we're doing to mitigate that, um, that impacts. So overall, it's been really good, um, but I think there's still wider benefits that we're going to start to see. And it'll be, yeah, it'll be great to see uh, what comes of it. Mm-hmm. And what else is your business doing to, in terms of decarbonisation and how is that um, part, you know, how is that embedded in part of your business culture? Yeah, so um, off-site manufacturing, uh, which is what where our volumetric uh, modular forms, forms part of the off-site, and off-site manufacturing inherently has fairly good low carbon qualities and just through the construction process um, but internal uh, in, internal processes that we've got is we've 
we've got high recyclability that we ha uh, that we do because we we build in a factory we've got the ability to set up pretty robust processes with uh, being able to recycle um that also comes with very low waste uh and again being in a factory very very low water consumption if any uh, we also adopt materials and uh, other processes on site that reduces our uh, water usage quite considerably as well um, but we're at the moment what i'm actively working on and looking into is how to um, come up with a standardized approach to life cycle assessments and epds uh, and we're also looking at overall circular economy opportunities with um, with certain material suppliers. Um, so there's great, um, there's great things to look forward to in that space. Mm -hmm. There's also conversations around um, relative advantages in terms of carbon performance for various building materials, uh, which maybe get down to low carbon, but not necessarily to zero carbon. How do you think um, other players within the industry within the industry or the sector are um, working with similar programs or solutions? Have you seen that happening? Why or why not do you think it is or isn't happening? Yeah, so I have seen similar um, similar things happen. So I've noticed that larger construction companies are adopting, um, adopting these sort of approaches. And I also see design firms and architects uh, as well. Um, and I think the reason is, is because um, it's, it is a very important part of the industry to start to uh, start to look into mitigating uh, our carbon. And um, the offsite manufacturing industry, although is inherently low carbon, they're still doing a lot in, in that space as well. So uh, offsite New Zealand, uh, they had a conference recently where it was great to see how some of the other suppliers uh, and industry experts are mitigating their carbon footprint and, and what ideas they've got. Um, so I think overall the industry is going in the right direction with it. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to other organisations who might be thinking to use the programme? Yeah, so I found the resource videos on the programme very useful. Uh, so every step of the way, uh, when you're when you're working uh, on the program and, and the process, has instructional videos on what to do. What we did is we watched those videos and we broke down uh, what parts we need to um, take note of and how we're going to achieve those uh, those pieces. So my advice would be to treat it as a project. So establish a timeline, establish your resources and start to build a method of how you're going to uh, firstly provide the data and then input the data. Uh, and I think it would it would work pretty, um, pretty nicely in, in that way. So those resource videos were yeah, very, very useful. Hmm, awesome. And what is next for niche modular construction? What have you got on your innovation horizon? Yeah, so um, the Innovation Horizon, we want to continuously improve our um, our system. So niche modular construction, uh, being a volumetric modular solution, we want to continuously continuous 
constantly improve and develop what we've got. I think we've got a great product, but there's always going to be new technologies to um, to help us. So, uh, looking into digitization, um, using more um, BIM methodologies as well is going to really help, and using that and try to uh, input uh, that into some of our carbon reduction strategies. I think will go hand in hand, and I think that will really help uh, not only with our data recording but also uh, help forecast um, where we're going and, and just benchmark, continuously benchmarking and, and reducing uh, in that space. So there you go. Thanks for joining our conversation with Nico today. If you'd like to connect more with him, you'll find his details in the show notes. Hero is committed to helping our industry to decarbonise as much as possible and we see the Zero Carbon Steel program as an important part of this. Reducing the industry's emissions is a challenge as there are currently no commercially viable alternatives that exist for carbon as the reductant in steelmaking. Until such an alternative is developed, it is important for the industry to reduce emissions elsewhere and offsetting can play a role. Food for thought till we see you next time. So hit subscribe and if you like what you heard today, please like, review or share with any metal minds you know. Let's spread the word. At HERA, we have a range of sustainability related research projects, programs, guides and tools in play to assist our members who are embarking on a sustainability journey within their business. To find out more, you can find links in the show notes.